So if you've been listening to this podcast since the beginning, you know that this podcast is based on the foundational scripture of Romans 12 2. And that is to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I'm going to read to you what the Passions Translation says about this scripture because I just think it's so beautifully worded and perfectly describes what Modify by Mindset is. It says, stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you, but be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think. This will empower you to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life, satisfying and perfect in his eyes. I want to just point out that you are going to be transformed inwardly from which everything else in your life, everything else in your experience will come. And also we have to begin to reform and transform and redesign and modify how we think. Like we can't go off the opinions of other people. We can't go off the opinions that society feeds us, which is trash. I'm not sorry to say it. The ideals that society promotes about body images, about skin complexions, about who you are because of your race, about who you are because where you came from is complete and utter trash. We need to stop listening to what society says about us and what society is telling us who we need to be. Like, who is society? <laughs> um, but no, for real though, we need to begin to think for ourselves. We need to begin to understand that everything else in life does not matter if we do not transform how we think, if we do not transform how we operate in our day-to-day lives, which every single action starts with a thought. episode of the Modify by Mindset podcast. This episode is super, super special. Why? Because it's episode 10, the season finale of season one, the first season of Modify by Mindset. Y'all, when I tell you that I am so like just grateful that I've been able to make it to 10 episodes. This journey has literally not been easy. I've been a little inconsistent here and there. I've been on, I've been off, I've been, you know, just really playing around with a lot of ideas, but I'm so glad with the way that it's coming together. And literally, I give all credit to God because this is like, like every time I would make an episode or think of an episode idea, I would be like, all right, like, let me go pray. Let me make sure. Let me try and hear from God as much as possible that, so that I can um, transfer the message that like I have in my head into this podcast. And I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just like blown away because this is awesome just to be here. I remember like, and I've said this probably many times in my other podcasts that I have been, you know, itching to start this podcast for like a few years now and 2020 
you know, before quarantine and everything, I was like, this is my year. This is like, I'm, I'm tired of playing games. Like this is a foundation building year, which I still believe to be true. I think 2020 is definitely a useful year to refocus on, you know, what you need to get done and the things that you've been playing with yourself on, the things that you've been slacking in and your purpose as far as that goes. Um, it's been with me and it's just amazing to watch something grow, to create something, to put everything I have into it. And I'm honestly just excited for season two. So I want to switch gears a little bit and get into the topic of today's episode. I literally, like this episode is, I think, so creative. Um, I've never thought about what it means to modify your mindset in this way. And so I'm super excited to share it with you. So the topic for today is three steps to modifying your mindset. Three steps, solid, clean cut steps to modifying your mindset. So similar to redesigning a room and creating a space that values you, these are three steps that allow you to redefine your mental space. A project for me this entire quarantine has been the fact that I have been redesigning my room. I'm sure if you watch my lives, you can see kind of a transition between, you know, where the bed's placed, where the wall is. Um, And the wall that I painted and like did my project on was such a huge like accomplishment for me. I've actually never done anything like it. So I was just super excited um, to finally decide on what kind of design I want for my room and really begin to put in place everything that I need to so that it can come together. And it's not done yet, but it is on its way. So when I was first thinking to design my room and like coming up with ideas, I'm like, all right, what realistically, what things are you going to do in your room? Like what's going to be the best kind of space that not only do I value, but what's the best space that values me? So what's the best space that makes me feel like comforted and like I can get ample rest and be energized for and you know, relax when I need to or retreat from the world. Like, what is this space going to look like and how's it going to feel? So I really had to hone down on those questions because I'm, if, I, if I'm spending all of my time, you know, at home, I definitely want a space that is going to cater to what I need, cater to um, having a healthy mindset and, and just living a healthy lifestyle overall. In that manner, similar to redesigning a bedroom, This concept really transfers into redesigning and modifying your mindset. So modifying in its its essence is really being able to take what you have and tailor it to what your needs are. In the same way, how can you take whatever space you're in, whether that be a mental space or physical space or both, and tailor it to your needs? The first step is to declutter. So decluttering is removing the items that no longer serve a positive purpose. I think that in your room, for example, a lot of things, you know, just stack up from the years. In this room, I've probably been here in this house specifically for about three years now. 
When we first moved in, I was in college. So I only spent a few months at a time at most here in this room. So it was never really a space I decided to set up. I really just had it for the time being. Um, It was functional. I had my closet, had my clothes that I switched out, you know, winter season, spring season um, so that I can take it back to college. I had old things from high school. I had just random things from childhood that I'm like, all right, why is this even here? But because I wasn't using the space, I was like, it can stay here. I'm not going to see it. I'm not going to use it. So I really I really didn't make a big deal about it. But because a now I'm living back in this room that I've had and also quarantine (laughs) since we're home most of the time, I really begin to see the room in a different light. And the last time I actually redesigned my room, I was like maybe 11 So back in like way, way back at a completely different house, completely different place. So when you think of decluttering, it's in your mental state. What are the things in your mind? What are the things in your heart? And what are the things in your thoughts that are literally like just there because you're so used to being you're so used to them being there? Like I literally had a poster from when I used to cheerlead in high school Mind you, I graduated high school in like 2015. I'm like, why do I still have this? I haven't used it, haven't seen it, haven't even thought about it. I So it's not even like, what is the differentiation, I guess, between like keeping sacred memories and memorabilia things? But like, what are the actual things that I don't need to keep? So what are the things in your mental space that are taking up useful space? Like at the end of the day, clutter is a blockage. Um, In your mental space, clutter translates as being a blockage to creative energy and healing energy and things like that. Like, what are the kind of things in your space that is blocking you from getting that healing that you need, that is blocking you from moving on and redesigning your mental space? What are the things that are blocking you from modifying your mindset to tailor it to a lifestyle and a mental uh, mindset, a mental space that really serves who you are and who you're becoming? So the second step is to now refocus. After you've decluttered, you've cleaned out all those old clothes that you don't wear. You've cleaned out all them old shoes that are just hanging in the back of the closet that you haven't worn in two plus years. You've cleaned out all this, you know, clutter and things that are just taking up extra space. Now you need to refocus. In your room, this would look maybe like you rearranging your furniture I liked my bed by the window. Now I actually don't really like it over there. It's just been there because I'm used to it. But now I'm ready to try something new. And I'm going to reposition it against the wall on this side. I'm going to move this desk. I got my TV on this wall. But I'm really going to need to look at it at this angle because the sun glare hits it wrong. You know, things like this. How are you going to refocus your room in that translating into your mental space? This is the healing part. This is the restoration part. After the clutter is gone, you can really see what you're working with and what you need. So in your mental space, after you've re, you know, after you've decluttered all those, you know, anger and resentment, um, things that you're holding on to, the things that you're still embarrassed of that you've never told anybody before, um, the things that you just in general need to heal from, how can you restore and heal from these things? This may look like reorganizing and setting the structure and the foundation for you to build a healthier mindset on. What are the new beliefs that you need to 
start to integrate into your mental hygiene routine. For example, saying affirmations, giving yourself the permission to heal. These are things that you need to, you know, be more open to and expanding your mindset so that you can build something new. You need to begin to restructure it, build the skeleton of what will be able to hold on healthy muscles, healthy bones, just as another example. So for me, something that I've been having trouble with is just being able to move on and being able to really give my per- myself permission to heal. So that is something in my own mental space that I've been working on building a foundation on. And that is that looks like for me, look that looks like for me giving myself the permission to heal, giving myself the permission to not, you know, blame myself for other people's actions. This is really giving myself grace and saying, you know what, Maya, you don't need to blame yourself for so many things. It's okay to take responsibility, but find the balance between taking responsibility and just plain old beating yourself up, which is not productive. So that's how that looks like for me. So just to just to go over it again, refocusing is the healing part. This is the part where you restore and you reorganize and you're setting a structure. You're setting a skeleton in order to build a healthier mindset. The third and final step is finding new strength. Now, this isn't really like a term for your room. I honestly couldn't find another term for it, but I feel like it really translates in the same way. So after you've rearranged the furniture and gotten rid of all the old things that are no longer serving you your purpose, what really brings the room together is the small details. So these are useful and functionable items that allow you to appreciate the space you are in and use it as maybe, say, a retreat to go when the outside world is just too hectic. Or, for example, the outside world is in quarantine. Do you have a space that you feel comfortable in, you feel at home in, you feel warm, you feel like this is really your space? And if you think about it, the function of a bedroom, for example, is to retreat so that you can rest, you can re-energize, and so that you can go into the world and return back to the world restored and with new strength so you can tackle the day and live your life, the, live your best life, essentially. So when you're looking at redesigning your room or modifying your mindset or modifying your room, you're creating a space with the little details that allow you to, to make and create the lifestyle and make the mindset that's going to really allow you to flourish and grow in the most healthy and positive way. So finding new strength in your mental space may look like, you know what, when you're in conflict and somebody's really getting on your nerves and you're saying, you know what, I'm not going to respond to you in the way that I would have responded to you had I not done all this mental work. I'm going to be mature about it and I'm going to protect my peace because I've already built the foundation to do that. I've already practiced how to do this. So now my automatic response is to not even pay attention to you. My automatic response is to not gossip about it, but just to mind my business. These are the kinds of fruits of you putting in the work to get your mental space in the right mind, in the right headspace. So even the term headspace and mindset, you know, headspace is literally a space. It's a room and we should treat it as such. So even mental hygiene, for example, modifying your mindset also means uh, tending to your mental hygiene. So what are the things, just like you would clean up your room, what are the things 
and your the routines that are going to allow you to keep a hygienic and a fresh and healthy mental space. In my room, I try to clean up before I go to bed because if I wake up and I just see clutter or I just see, you know, left out clothes from trying on outfits or water bottles, it's going to stress me out. I wasn't always like that, but now that I'm an adult and I'm, you know, really trying to get my routines together, it's really going to stress me out. And that really sets the tone for the rest of your day. So before I go to bed, I try to make sure everything's in its place. And I do that actually by assigning everything a place and assigning everything, let's say, a purpose. So I like my towel hung up in my bathroom. I like my AirPods next to my laptop so I can easily just grab it and start work in the morning. I like my books and my pens together. So if I need to go to that section, it's there ready for me. I don't even have to think about it. My perfumes, accessories, all of those things are in a different section. So being mentally hygienic in your mental space may look like taking time out to pray, taking time out to meditate and just think on the word of God and really, you know, refresh yourself. Uh, Being mentally hygienic may also look like taking social media breaks. Um, I get off of social media maybe at least once a week. I always, my phone is probably on do not disturb like maybe like 40% of the time. It's not on D&D majority of the day, but it definitely goes on there very, very often. Um, and those who are close to me know like, listen, if you're calling me, call me twice if I don't pick up because it did not go through on the first time. But now that I'm sharing my secret, I might have to change that little feature on my phone. But you get what I'm saying. So what does it look like for you to be mentally hygienic? And these are just the things that you actually have to put energy into. So I know we've talked about self-care a little bit, whether it was on my Instagram TV or it's on my podcast. I've talked about self-care really being not necessarily a chore, but definitely being something that we have to work on and work at. Self-care is not just the frilly, you know, face masks and indulging in like a spa day or indulging in that cookie. Like self-care is truly tending to your needs. It's truly nurturing the needs that you have. And it takes work. It takes mental energy. You're going to have to pick yourself up and be like, you know what? I need a mental reset. I know I'm comfortable hanging out with friends, but I know my social battery is about to go low. So before my social battery drains, I'm going to go ahead and take this weekend off. I'm going to go ahead and, you know, not FaceTime with my boyfriend or my boo or my girlfriend, whatever. I'm going to take this time just to journal and sit and pray and really absorb what God is saying to me and what he has for me. Things like that. It's, it's really work and it's really sacrifice. But at the end of the day, you feel so much better. And that's literally what I want you to get out of Modify by Mindset. This is definitely a journey that I'm experiencing with you. And this is something that I want us all to kind of build a community about. And so if you're listening to this, I just want you to know that I'm going through this as well. I'm not trying to, you know, give you the three steps to become a mastermind at this. I'm literally telling you what has worked for me, some of the revelations that I have, and just the ways that I've been able to really allow things to stick and for me to make lifestyle changes as opposed to just making short-term changes. So before I end this podcast, I want you to ask yourself, one, does this space value me? whether that's your physical or your mental space, does my mental space value me? And that means, is my mental space somewhere that I can retreat to? Is my mental space something that's serving me? 
Is it allowing me to really grow and become the woman or become the person that I am trying to become? Does my mindset support the places that I'm going? And number two, do I value my space? So am I upkeeping my space? Am I rearranging things and making sure that my space is clean and taken care of? These are all things that we need to incorporate, especially if we want to have a healthy mindset. I cannot thank you enough for tuning in and listening to season one of the Modified by Mindset podcast. I'm your host, Maya Simone, and please keep up with me on Instagram at Mod by Mindset Podcast. I will be posting posts and updates, etc., especially for season two and some fun projects that I have coming up for Modify by Mindset. I am just so excited. So stay tuned and make sure you go back, listen to some old episodes to get some empowerment and to really understand how you can change your mindset as you wait for season two. Feel free to share this episode, give us a rating and comment on what you think is probably the best part about Modify by Mindset. Once again, thank you so much. I love you and yeah, let's get ready for season two.